Yoga Podcast team is taking a little break while we gear up to bring you an epic season two of the show. But we didn't want to leave you hanging. So in the meantime, I've gathered up some of my favorite IGTV episodes all about the business of yoga and turned them into some little mini episodes for you here on the podcast. Now, these episodes will usually be anywhere from 5 to 15 minutes where I give my two cents on a particular topic that has to do with the business of teaching yoga. I'm sharing from my just over a decade of experience as a yoga teacher, plus um, everything I've learned running a studio, creating and running teacher trainings, um, and now to running an online business. So if you are a yoga teacher and this is something that you do um, as your sole source of income or even as your your air quote side hustle, um, I really hope that you will find these little mini episodes helpful and useful. And if you'd like to stay connected and like kind of take, you know, that next step in our relationship, um, you can head over to my website, corajaru.com slash podcast love. And if you pop your name and your email in there, um, I'll send you a little audio compilation of what a few of my favorite guests from season one had to say when I asked them this question. If you could give one piece of advice to every new yoga teacher out there, what would it be? I think some of their answers might actually surprise you, to be honest. Um, so if you want to have a listen to what some of my favorite guests have had to say about that, we have Richard Miller on that little compilation, Cecily Milne, um, Dr. Shante Cofield, a lot of really great, um, well-established and experienced teachers sharing, you know, their advice and wisdom for all of us. Uh, so if you do want to grab that little audio download, feel free to head over to my website, corajaru.com slash podcast love, and you will get, um, updates from me and that sort of thing as well. When you pop your details in there. All right, so our regular scheduled programming will resume on February 2nd, 2021. But until then, we'll keep these little mini episodes coming. And between now and then, I will even share a couple of full-length episodes where I have been interviewed on other podcasts. Um, I love having an interview show. I get to talk to people who are way cooler than I am and, and sort of drill them with all of my questions about yoga and business and life. Um, but it's also super fun when uh, the tables have been turned. So I think we'll release maybe four or five, um, interviews that I've done over the year. So if you want to get to know a little bit about me and my story more than you already do, um, then keep your eyes peeled for those as well. Okay, so um, I hope you enjoy these little mini episodes and stay tuned for season two beginning in early Feb. And if you want to stay connected, remember it's corajaru.com slash podcast love. See you soon. Hey. 
So today on this IGTV, I'm going to share with you the top three mistakes I see teachers making on Instagram um, when they're using it for business that are really easily avoidable. So mistake number one is using Instagram as if it were an announcement board, which creates a one-way conversation. So you'll probably see this with um, studios um, and different people who have businesses online, not just for yoga teachers, when they just tell you everything that's going on in their studio on their Instagram. So if you like look at their feed, it's like, this class is happening here. This person's coming to do a workshop. The studio is open for this amount of hours or our business has this new thing happening. So when you treat Instagram like it's an announcement board for your business, you're really missing out on a huge opportunity to create two-way conversations and real connections with your students or your followers. Um, yeah, so mistake number one, think about and how to remedy it. Think about how you can add value to the people following you. Yes, you're going to announce what's going on in your life and your business through your Instagram account, but make sure that that's not all that you do. Otherwise, why would someone follow you? Like they can just look on your website if they want to know what's going on. Okay, mistake number two. Let me just, I've got notes, right? Like I've always got notes. Oh, this one's tricky. I struggle with this. Consuming more than you create. So mistake number two on Instagram or social media in general is consuming more than you create. So scrolling more than you're actually creating content, like this video is content, the posts you put up are content. Even when you leave meaningful and relevant comments on other people's posts um, that are helpful to the person writing the post or create a community conversation, that's creating content. So mistake number two is consuming more than you create. And I've had to put in like strict boundaries around my Instagram use. My hair's kind of fuzzy today. Um, strict boundaries around my Instagram use to really curb this mistake as much as I possibly can. So I personally delete Instagram off of my phone after work and I don't put it back on until the morning. Um, I also delete Instagram off my phone on the weekends. So when you consume more than you create, you can get sucked into like the hypnotic dopamine <laughs> cycle. I know there's a, like a feedback loop is what it is um, from just like scrolling and liking and getting this dopamine hit. hit. And it's a legit addiction. Um, just like other things can be, you can be addicted to shopping or gambling or anything like that um, due to the dopamine feedback loop that happens. So for me, that's when social media becomes unhealthy. And it's also when you can get caught in like comparison and just looking at what everyone else is doing when really we want to be creators of content, right? Rather than consumers. So that's mistake number two. Mistake number three, and this one's like a secret. It's not really, but not everybody knows that you can use a service to increase your following. They're, they're robots. Sometimes it's people doing it, but oftentimes um, when you can sign up for a service that you pay them a monthly fee and they will engage with other people from your account to increase your visibility and your 
um, likes and follows and all that stuff. Um, that's a huge mistake. If you've done it, like I feel you, I get it, I understand. It feels like how many followers you have on social media is a measure of how credible you are with what you do, but that's just obviously false. Um, but yeah, so unless you're trying to be like an Instagram influencer, the actual number of followers you have doesn't really mean much. It's, it's how engaged and connected you are with your community. So if you have used a bot to increase your social media following, um, don't feel guilty about it. Don't feel ashamed. I would, I would stop that if you, if you are doing it and you give a shit about what I think about social media. Um, yeah, the reason that I would stop is that usually the people that you connect with via using a bot don't turn into real relationships. You get a lot of followers. Sometimes they're artificial followers. Sometimes they're fake followers. Sometimes they're real people, but maybe they haven't built that level of connection with you by genuinely engaging and, and liking the comment or the content that you've created. So mistake number three is using bots. How do you remedy that? You actually just engage with people on social media. So you replicate what's good about the bot being social and connecting with people, but you do it yourself and you accept that it's going to be slower and take longer and all of that stuff, but it's actually worth it because it's like quality over quantity. So I'm just going to look at my notes to make sure I haven't missed anything. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty, that's pretty cool. So that is it. Those are my top three mistakes. But in summary, what you want to do on Instagram is create two way conversations that add value. You want to be creating content more than you're consuming. And you want to focus on nurturing real relationships with real people. So if you want more information about how to use Instagram for your business as a yoga teacher, I did a live training a couple of weeks ago. You can access that just by signing up to my newsletter. So if you look at my link in bio, there'll be a link to sign up for free Instagram training or newsletter or whatever it is. Get on the newsletter list. You'll instantly get that free training. I hope these three mistakes that I see people making on social media, there's a lot more um, and we all make them, right? We're all, we're all guilty of this kind of behavior every now and then, but I hope it was helpful for you to start thinking about your Instagram in a way where it's not all about how many likes and followers you have, but it's more about creating, creating real connections with people. Peace out.